and welcome to Com Majors. I'm Brian Costello. I'm Jim DeSanto. I'm Katie. And tonight we are joined by two esteemed guests, return performers with insight into both the crime syndicate and the inner workings of the human mind. With us wow. tonight, wow. we have Timmy and Mike. Yes. Host Thank of host Finally. of Doom yeah, Timmy, Adult. Yes. Mike calls Timmy. Top Thugs. Uh, yeah, all, all those, all those places. All of us have not been together since cocktail. Am I oh, right? No, is it? Was it's that long? Yes, we've a, had yeah. you. I like on, this, but th mm -hmm. this feels like a good reconvening for this film after cocktail. Yeah, they're basically the same movie. Same movie. Yeah. <laughs> same movie. Similar, similar qualities, <laughs> similar vibes to them. Uh, as today, we were talking about a film that puts. Finally, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro together. Mm -hmm. Michael Mann's Heat, which was like a big deal when it came out that those two were acting together. And then they went and did Righteous Kill years later and nobody cared. Yeah. And they ruined the legacy of that. Um, but this was brought to us. This film was brought to us. This idea was brought to us by Mike. It's so a great idea. Very excited for it. Thank you. Good idea. Uh Want to watch heat is uh, something I say at least once a week in my house. The answer is always no. Um, <laughs> but now, never yes. I had to watch heat. I like, can't imagine why. This is I, I'm I'm on comedies. I gotta watch it. I mean, you know it's, I mean? it is. Yeah, filled. some people are like, "Do you want to watch White Lotus? Do you want to do you want to watch Heat? Yeah, if there's like you know nothing going on, we're bored. It is like loaded with such no. healthy relationships. <laughs> it's inspiring it makes you it makes you feel good about your life right you watch it and you're like wow this is i'm, I'm it's been a good week yeah, yeah. it's been a I'm good week for us yeah. <laughs> uh katie it's time for the rundown right. and for people who don't know what heat is about okay. are we going to talk about what we're drinking Oh, oh my well, gosh! We're all out of sorts. Yeah, yeah. What's Whoa. going on? Thank you, Timmy, for remembering the very strict <gasps> format we adhere Order. to. Order. <laughs> I was going to wait till about twenty-five minutes into the episode, like Keenan and you usually do for thumbs. Okay. Okay. Oh, <laughs> we, we don't need to do That's that. That's their format. Keenan's not a, even the, here. That was a direct take from this week's episode. I heard right. that all. Okay. What are we drinking? Uh, I'm having bubbly blackberry so literally just blackberry seltzer water i really enjoy how much um folks are getting into making non-alcoholic drinks feel like alcoholic drinks and mm. so spindrift now has a nojito that mm. remembers oh. the mojito very it's actually you almost don't even miss the rum Hmm. Was it just I like still miss the meat? rum i still yes, miss the rum I would miss the rum. but it's a reminder yeah it's mint and lime mint and lime Delicious. Fabulous. Fabulous. I've said many times on this podcast and my own that my guilty pleasure adult beverage is a mojito. I like, love I, a mojito, Tim. It, no it's guilt, bro. For the bartender to make, but they're so goddamn good. Oh, they're so good. Fresh, uh, fresh mint. Mm -hmm. Muddle it. Muddled. Muddle that mint. <laughs> okay. Yes, love I haven't it. had one in a long time. Every time, Cuba Libre. Cuba Libre has mojito. a good one. Oh, wow. mm. Okay. Did yep. you get a mojito when you were up here, Katie? What was that enormous? Oh no, that was a margarita. Right. That, yeah, that, was, that, 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 that was a thing was the, literally the margarita. size of you. Yep. It was <laughs> Our kids saw the picture and they're like, "What are you, are you drinking? drinking?" A lot of alcohol, <laughs> yeah. children. That's... A lot of alcohol. Uh, Spring break. <laughs> <laughs> Timmy, 
What are you drinking? Got a uh, New Belgium Voodoo mm. Ranger, oh, but yeah. it's the oh. Imperial IPA, which is a nine percenter. So I'm probably going to drink hey, this Timbo. and call it. <laughs> yeah. so we've got you for 25 minutes. <laughs> All right. He's already Thank tired. Uh, Mike, I'm drinking my personal favorite drink, Sprite zero okay i drink way too much sprite zero it's definitely bad for me but no cow (laughs) a very good diet soda i think in terms of diet sodas it's the best one have old words hot take pouch stuffed in my lip because i don't dip tobacco anymore i dip coffee maybe i didn't know this yeah it's it's a brand called grinds it's just a coffee pouch you put in your lip if you're uh, you know used to shoving shit in there and if this one you are not cancer. a smokes per- smokes person a smokes person that would be a spokesperson <laughs> a smoke for, show for Mike is absolutely a smoke and, show yeah, yeah. Very true. <laughs> uh no. we gotta get you hooked up with this company you, you gotta go, be Grimes. their smokes person hit me yes. up mm-hmm. all right I, I drink diet soda i dip fake dip coffee I smoke cbd <laughs> everything i do is fake now so <laughs> i'm just trying to be as healthy as possible yeah, it's good poster <laughs> child new generation I love it dude it's living the dream right there sir uh i am drinking a west coast ipa my favorite hey. twine cutter gotta go to the west coast now it is time for the rundown Here all right go. all right I always want to hear the keyboard like so loud in this, like like it's the newsroom. I always feel like I'm just sitting in my grandma's living room, just bored. You know, just ready for the news. Ready just for like, the news. I don't want to watch the news. It's going to be scary. And then you're going to want to watch Jeopardy right after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Neil is really good at his job. He runs a highly successful crime ring that can steal most things with no sweat. They're a brotherhood, a family of sorts. Now, Neil's steady gig has been shaken by two things. Number one, a lady friend. Mm. Number two, a guy named Vincent. Vincent Mm. is also really good at his job. Mm -hmm. His job is catching guys like Neil. Vincent always gets his guy, but he's never had one get this close to the insides of his mindicles. So close Mm. that he can feel them. That's it. That's all I got. All right. Love it. On a scale of A plus through F minus, how would we grade Pete, Mike? For me, baby, this is an A all day. I love heat. It's part of it's part of me. In my DNA, I can watch heat and I have heat too. The, the novel sequel right mm, here. You are a renaissance man. You I'm read the novel. Guy, baby, I love heat. No, I, I could just have heat on in the background and I'll, it'll make me feel comfortable. Even though just, there's nobody nice in it, everyone's bad and mean and it's full of yeah. death and murder. Something about it. I just think it's cool. I just love 1995. I wish I was in 1995 mm, all the time. <laughs> something to be said for that, Tim. I think I'm going B. I was leaning B plus, but I think I just want to give it a B. <clears throat> The the heists in this are freaking awesome. They're just so amazing. But there's certain plot lines that I'm like, why is this here <laughs> that we'll get to? Yeah. Um, mm. And 
Well, there's one other point I was going to make to kind of like lower the grade, but whatever. B. B. All right. <laughs> uh, Katie. Um, so I painted myself into a corner by giving the glass onion an A on our mm-hmm. last episode. Um, and so this is also an A. <laughs> <laughs> this movie still looks great. It's mm. the best any of these actors have ever looked, except for John Voight, which is purposeful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I love yeah. all uh, the, the comparison between the, like current crime movies like John Wick versus mm. this film well, is stark. Is John Wick a I, crime I, film? I think I think what we're talking. I think we were talking about the gunplay, particularly play. the gunplay. Oh, gun yes, yes. That's, it that's feels significant. Yes, you yeah. feel it. It is well done. I enjoyed this movie quite a lot. Yeah. It doesn't feel like three hours when you watch it. It doesn't, right? No, no. It doesn't feel like three hours. Uh, which is I'm an fantastic freak. Yes, and, like, which I, is crazy. That's yeah. very true. Uh, Jim. Uh, I'm giving it a B plus. Yeah. All right. Which is pretty good for That's me. pretty high for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty mm-hmm. high. Um, how about you, Brian? I'm going A minus. Okay. Mm-hmm. I... Uh, watched the director's cut of this, which is not much Holy longer uh, and was in stunning new 4K restoration, which I would highly recommend for anyone to see. Plus, you get the Michael Mann director's commentary. I this is this. nowhere in 4K unless you get the disc, I think. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You can get the which disc. Is disappointing. Yes. I think it. my guess is it will be in available for yeah. streaming as well but uh and and a very exciting michael mann director's commentary which i highly recommend as well um mike why is this the first film you will be showing to your child <laughs> <laughs> it will not <laughs> it'll be the second yeah uh, uh the, of course the first will be glass onion that's right no, john woo cocktail. i don't want to get into it <laughs> <laughs> the killer john woo uh, after you watch and cocktail on, you'll yeah, be yeah. you'll be showing up this i recently got the killer on vhs off ebay so yeah i'll throw that in for the <laughs> <laughs> and you got the video game. Yeah, I'm on a. I'm blowing money on eBay. Oh, I, I love it. Okay. No, um, I made a little list here of things uh, from 1995 that I just. Oh, love I love seeing. this. Uh, car phone slash house phone slash pay phone. <laughs> yes. Love, there's so the much phone acting in this movie. Everyone yes, yes. is like constantly like. Hello, like on the phone at all times, marking <laughs> orders. I love it. Even if it's yeah, just like cops calling each other, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like picking up a phone and like they're dialing all like oh oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. yeah, you have the dialing of like yeah. aggressive, very dramatic, every every very face dramatic. is like fuck yeah. these things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thirteen inch CRT TV in the kitchen. Oh, love it. See oh, that. God, love oh, it. So good. on the dining room table, yes. nonetheless. Yeah, it's just like this is the TV I watch <laughs> when I eat dinner. <laughs> This is like the the like time stamping that ages well. Like we yes. we had a, like a tiny little eight inch TV in yeah. our kitchen, you know. And I'm like, oh yeah, I mean that tracks. Most yeah. people had yeah. that TV in their kitchen. I, I had that basically same TV. We'd watch The Simpsons on it during dinner. I had a big. Thrilled. I had like a twenty inch TV in my dorm room that didn't work, mm. and then eventually, or I didn't have a VCR, 
And was it you that had the? Yes, I had the you, combo. Yes. She had the, the VHS. VHS. Oh, but it was that oh, big. It was wow. that big. Yeah, it was. We little. would carry it around campus yeah. <laughs> and then put it on top of Jim's so big TV would, that didn't work. No, we we would actually just... we would sit on my bed to watch it and pull. I had the stool and we would pull the stool like right up to the bed, so it was basically like a giant TV. That's cool. That's awesome. <laughs> Love a little TV. Yeah. Did what else? What else is on the a list? Major. I never, oh, no, never, never had, had one. Oh, Missed yeah. it. Never had it. Yeah, yeah. Thank but God. I, I mean, I love the cars. I love mid '90s cars. I think they're great. I definitely had um, a couple friends that had yeah, pagers, and, and one of my friends, he specifically said, when when you call, if it's something important, put nine one one in the number, <laughs> yep. which came up in this yep. movie. Yeah, that was the code. And then you do it, and then they call, and they're like, "Do you want to hang out?" Yeah. <laughs> so fun. But even we're, the. We're, uh... <laughs> Payphones having a number that you can call back. Forgot yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Forgot that. Call me. Call that me. You can like find number. the number on the <laughs> yeah. phone. It's like yeah. right there. What? Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, I was a big payphone user. Smoking indoors. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's gone, but we all lived through that. I grew up in a cloud of secondhand smoke. Why have so many problems? Uh, hoop earrings on men. These are coming back. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. Hoop earrings and crew neck sweatshirts, which are fully back, but. There's something about a 1995 crew neck sweatshirt with some like light wash jeans. They just love to see it. And the thing I dislike is the cut of suits in the mid. Oh, I was going to say like, the yeah. suits are huge. Yes, yeah. But the fact the that shoulders, everyone is wearing like, a suit, yeah. everyone like is wearing yes. a suit except yeah. for Danny Trejo Tra and yeah. John Voight, who's wearing yeah. a classy t-shirt. He's wearing <laughs> like a used car salesman thing yeah. from yeah. like, yes, yeah. He looks so disgusting. He, he, I mean, really he did a great job dumbing him sun. down. I mean, yeah. but it's fascinating because like everybody else looks so good yeah. that it's like, why mm. John Voight's not a handsome man? Yeah, like, like, why did why did why we did think we needed back? to put well, so much time do, into do making him so, look awful? Yeah, you know what's so interesting <laughs> is remember like the place he lives. So they like drive up, and it's this like really cool shot of the freeway behind yeah. and oh, beautiful shots of this. Oh, oh, that's the other guy. That's the guy yeah. who they're buying. But the point was, so Michael Mann's talking about it. I'm like, John Voight really got the raw end of the deal in this movie. Not only does he look the way he is in the commentary, Michael Mann's like, oh, no, no, you can't be in this location at night. You'll be killed. Two rival, <laughs> two rival, two rival gangs kill people over this territory. So we had to make sure we got the shot and left the area so Im immediately. I really spent some time thinking about this, like what they did with John Voight's face and the, maybe one of the best mullets in any movie oh, i mean yeah. it is luxuriously long I, yeah it, it's a good picture that you sent what do you want to explain it well yeah i friends? sent her the picture of john claude from hard target oh, yeah. Is there, oh yeah i didn't watch john claude and yeah. he's, it's the one where he's punching the snake punching the snake <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so here's my question is our impression supposed to be that john voight is a little bit more of like a retired uh crime guy like that he's now he's like a facilitator he's like, yeah, well, like, right yeah. but like that he used to be more in the action and that now I, we can see on his face the effect of the life hard lived is that i, I don't <laughs> definitely get that right. from him like he his his bang around days are definitely behind him but yeah. he definitely had them now he just and, makes the flights well he yeah. knows <laughs> just, just, he knows listen, everybody he's got his yeah. finger on the pulse that, that is, is a man who knows how to hold a phone yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> right. he's like he's got that, he's got that he does but he the way he dials it uh -huh. there's a style to the way that man picks up a telephone in Absolutely. this film 
He, looks uh, like he just got spit out by the snake in Anaconda. He does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> I forgot is he, that that is he running a bar? Is that also happening? Yeah, he he's, got, bar. he's got a that's bar. His front, that's the front. That's business. the front. That's right. Yeah. But what he's that's really a lot doing of this is explaining helping in more out, helping out too. So okay. like, oh, I know okay. I know a yeah. lot of uh, yes. Uh, and Mike Heat Two is interesting because it is both a prequel and a sequel. Correct. Yes. To the yes. movie. Yes, it's it's both uh, 1988, and then there's a there's some that's like 1995, right after the events of the robbery, mm-hmm. and then there's some in the year 2000, so five years in the future. Oh wow, I might have and, to read that, uh, dude. It, I fucking love it. I was I read like the last like it's a big boy, <laughs> it's a thick book. I read like the last quarter of it just. All just pacing around my living room. It was just so intense. Like, All right. Ooh. Written by the amazing Meg Gardner, who's yes. a fabulous author. Is she? Yeah, fabulous. She does amazing stuff with Michael Mann. Yeah, yeah. I would. I'll. I'll. Uh, I would read more of her shit. Second anyway. best hair in the movie, Al Pacino's wife. Mm. Do we oh, remember no, the very very short bangs. I hate it. Yes. Very, very, very short. short bangs. Very I feel like her haircut in this movie is a bit iconic. Like I, mm. I could I, you pull that off? No. No. But I think it made a statement. I think I think her haircut and heat, because then I mean in comparison, take a look at what's her faces, a mop of curls that they could yeah. not clearly get control it's of. It's funny because it's borderline what's her name from chances are just longer. Uh, Sybil Shepherd. Yeah. No, 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 um, no, no. Mary Stewart. Oh, Stewart no, 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 no. It is. It is. I, it 100% bang from that, actually. That's, that's closer to a pixie cut, James. Right. This is the content this that is no pretty close. Is what <laughs> has ever, ever brought to the table. No one. The very no, short bangs were a short-lived fad. I dare say this lady made it happen. And he. What's really really interesting about her is they have no problem with a a minor child. Uh, They apparently have a loft bedroom uh, with a rather extravagant sex scene as a a child could walk in at any point. Fully fucking. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No concerns whatsoever. It was uh, in that world. Definitely the hottest Al Pacino sex scene ever. Right? Oh, I'm, have you ooh, have you not seen Sea of Love with Ellen Barkin? No, <laughs> no. Now watch it. Um, this happens well before Scent of a Woman, right? Well, just no, a, what a few years so. when when Scent this of a Woman. This is after yeah. Scent of a Woman. Does he still have blind eyes in Heat? A little bit. Like, are there moments where he forgets what role he's playing and he's still <laughs> kind of acting a, like he's blind? Question. Yes, there, there he is. does. He does. What is? This Al Pacino is very intriguing because there are scenes in this movie where he goes from like zero to 500 out of nowhere. Yeah, he is screaming. I think most of the time he does it, though, it's warranted. It is. Or like, I understand why the character would do it. You believe his character. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just so like, I don't, I can't think of another movie where I've seen a character doing that. It's electric. But doesn't that help to align your two leads? Like, isn't that like part of it of like, Mm. I kept remembering The Departed also Mm. while I was watching this movie Mm. and thinking, well, that's again, how much better he is. Um, Because you really do like this presents this notion of like, how far apart are these two guys, right? Like they're 
basically the same human being. Absolutely. Um, right. And the so and yang, to me, his like random screaming moments are like him getting off on the excitement of his side of the line. Right. Which just shows itself differently with like the shooting of random people, people. on the other yes. side of the line. Well, yeah. that's something to talk about. And also, they're always in apparently interrogation sequences. And they said they did a lot of research. And that was one of the things that like detectives would do. Like, how do you throw off your CIs or whatever? You can't have. Yeah, that, that's where he first starts doing it with it is when he talks to that guy in the in the, what looks like the chop oh, shop. Yeah, yeah. And so like what, he he what I, I think he does. The character's doing that as part of his job. But he like anything else like he he can't just do the job. Right. So like that part of him that he's built up to be sort of insane to to interrogate or to keep the CIs off balance is leaking over into his real life. Mm -hmm. He's also a Vietnam combat veteran. Was and he special forces, Mike? Is that what they said? I never got I that until, so, yeah. until this viewing. I never yeah. understood that part. He was in the shit. Okay. Yeah, he in was in Quay City. Okay. And uh, also uh, a cokehead that they don't, <laughs> they don't in say the original that. script, he, he was heavy on coke. And in the book, he graduates to Adderall, which we all do. Uh, but <laughs> eventually. But yeah, he, he definitely has that like. I mean, he's always chomping gum, great gum chewer. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Always chomping and like, just like up all night. Doesn't he, I, he, he, I just wanted this dude to take a fucking nap. He, <laughs> he's like, all never, never, never rests. Man, on never all rests. times. Just move on the go. Just fucking wild. Tim, after, after they fuck in the beginning, and oh. he's like, do you want coffee? I don't got the time. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, good. When I texted you guys, like this cast list is, in yes. is, is insane. Wow. It was like, it was like during that sex scene. And then they walked downstairs and boom, here's Natalie. Portman. Portman. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so many good, like pop up, like Hank Azaria, like even seeing yeah. this, the names at the and beginning. He looks better than he's ever looked he in any movie. He looks amazing <laughs> in it. Uh, the, who, who then who's Val Ari? Kilmer's wife? Uh, Ashley Judd. Ashley. This, oh, was, yeah. like, this yeah. was like the peak Jeremy of Ashley Piven. Judd. Je Ashley Judd was in this movie, and then she was in A Time to Kill. Jeremy and Piven. and she was like amazing in both of them. Yeah. And, then and then Double Jeopardy's around. Double Je yeah, area. then she hit that run mm -hmm. of movies, but these were like the first few that she did. And then she, she went did. to all those Kentucky games, and then... Yeah, and then it was that. <laughs> uh, Tim, you had not seen this in a really long time. Is yeah. that true? The opposite of Mike, who watches it almost daily. I try to get it going once a week. It doesn't work <laughs> out. We're going to have a, uh, a club. We're going to watch it once a week together. <laughs> After watching this in one full sitting, I think the conclusion was that I, I had only seen pieces of it when mm. I was in like high school. Mm. So I, I really hadn't seen this as an adult at all. So <clears throat> it, it was great to see it with fresh eyes. Like um, I also recently watched the Godfather just on a way. Yes. You had said that, which is awesome. Paramount like, plus. I had a similar reaction to the Godfather that I had to this where like, I know certain scenes, I know mm. certain shit that's part of like the pop culture zeitgeist, but there was still so much that was brand new like i was watching this for the first time and i really appreciated it i know i gave the lowest grade off the bat but like i have a feeling you always podcast, will raise it we'll yep. talk them up we'll talk your ass we'll up. Talk it totally up. 
But do you know what? The Godfather is such an interesting comparison because I think if you look at the Godfather and Heek together, it's what makes Pacino such an interesting actor because he never goes over the top in the Godfather. He plays like a kind of brooding, really like that arc in that movie. So interesting. And then to come into this movie and be able to play over the top is it's just like an, he never goes back after this. He's over the top forever. After, yeah, yeah. after well, Son of a Woman, like it's like, turning point. Yeah, yeah after Wu-Ah in Son of a Woman, it's gone. That's who like, he is now. Yeah. But like, that such name a good point. Timmy, that's such a, Yeah, the Colonel. Timmy mm. brings up a point that happens a lot, which is like, there are these movies that you, th- you either think you saw or are so popular and so well-respected that you, you know you should have seen them and you haven't. And you know like little scenes and the popular like lines that people recite and... And then, like you Great see it, ass. right? Oh my god! <laughs> Excluding that one from, from what I'm about to say, but you you see those scenes that you're you're expecting, and in context and how they fit with the rest of the movie, there's so much more resonance. Mm-hmm. So, like something you thought was like a goofy line here or there could be something like really cool or interesting when you watch like the whole thing. Yeah, when you watch the whole thing together. When when they're pulling off the bank heist, oh. like I generally know that scene. Mm. Then like I was on the edge of my seat. I I was I like I was having trouble watching them shoot people, mm. but also the guns themselves were so loud. I was mm. like, yeah. this is engrossing. Like yeah. I don't remember that part of it at all. So yeah, there was a lot that was still very fresh and new in this this viewing. This this was also I thought interesting because I I saw it in the theater, but did you see it in the theater, Jim? Yes. At all? Yeah. Yeah. But so we're just, just that much older, I would say, than Mike and Tim. Much. I don't think I understood, though. Like, I remember going to see the movie because everybody was talking about it. It's Michael Mann. Mm. I feel like I was almost too young to really grasp it. Like, I love the bank scene. I always remember being like, wow, this is amazing. But I also remember kind of leaving it and being like, okay. And I just don't think obviously it was probably too young in high school to really maybe grasp some of the elements of it, but it's, there's so much more to it than that. I think the older you get, like some of those storylines in terms of like what their lives would be. Yeah. And like, and I'm sure Mike in the book, it hits on this, but like the director commentary, he talks a lot about like who these characters were, how they Mm -hmm. developed like the background to them. And when you start thinking about that, you're like, wow, like this system this prison system like created some of these people. And oh, I yeah. mean, as a kid, you're not going to, you don't think about that, but you start thinking about it. And he, he talked about the, the arcs of these characters and maybe the book goes into that. But I found that like really fascinating this time, this idea of like, what is the difference between Pacino and De Niro? And, you know, if Pacino had been in jail, would he have been De Niro? If De Niro hadn't been in jail, would he have been, you know, could those mm-hmm. characters swap? And and to touch and the point where like the you you know the major moments from the movie like you've pro- people have probably seen at least clips of the 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 bank robbery and stuff like this, but the stuff that you don't see is when uh, Robert De Niro Neil is at that goes to the diner with the book he just bought and and uh, and. Meets uh, Edie. Edie's talking to. Why him. Is, are you mad that Mike brought that up? Why are you saying darn it? And, no, I said diner. Diner. And diner. And, and, and diner. And yeah. And they're they're talking, right? And then at first he's he he's 
not into it. But then there's a small moment where Neil slides over. Yep. He does the slide yeah, over. Yes, he like, does. Well, that's and the good. That's the shit that fucking rocks. But also the way it's so shot. Good. You can't tell that he's a seat apart. Mm. So the fact that he slides yep. over, you know, it was like, oh, he's he's actually a seat away. Oh, wow. OK, he's into her. OK, the slide. But they set over. it up so well with mm-hmm. the first diner scene between Pacino and De Niro, where you really get the the notion of their their kindred spirits. Um, and specifically, they talk about relationships. That was right? after. That's mm-hmm. just... Oh, I thought that happened first before no, no, he meets the lady. It's the first diner scene with the, that with crazy dude and they bang his head on the oh, yeah, table, yeah, 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 yeah. which is amazing. Yep. Like, By the way, whenever someone in a movie is in a diner in in LA, I can't help but think any of you motherfuckers move. Yes. I'm gonna, like <laughs> everyone, I'm like, this is the diner. This is the diner yeah. from Fulton. They Fiction. all look the same. There's that, yep. yeah, they're, diners. Yeah. Well, a lot of the diners are from like that diner in particular is used a lot because of heat. It became okay. very like a very popular diner for filmmakers to use because they love the look of it. It is. It is awesome. The one thing I do want to say about like what this movie was hyped to be. And it, I don't think it is, is like this, while Pacino and De Niro are in this movie together, this is not a movie of Pacino and verse, like they are not on screen together a lot no. and they are not acting against each other. So it's not, it's not like it isn't what people thought it was going to be at the time. I, I don't and think. And that was a criticism, yeah. I think at the time, right? Like that, but what's funny is that diner scene, the way it's acted is so amazing, but I could see people being disappointed at the time when you have the expectation of it being De Niro versus Pacino. And then what that turns into is that diner scene, even though that Mm -hmm. diner scene is like a masterclass of acting, I think. Yeah. I just, there's so much about this movie that is, unreal that somehow comes across very yeah it like borderlines on noir like there the 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 dialogue specifically is borderline cheesy noir in some respects but it never like if you said the words yourself you're like that's fucking ridiculous but when we scroll we see each other on the downslope of a failed marriage yeah yeah right like like, (laughs) right but the way that they deliver it, it does feel somehow they're able to ground it, at least for me. And well, and just like the camera work and the audio fabulous. work in this movie. Yeah. I, like I was thinking, you know, how how many movies have we watched that involve some sort of like shooting in public? I don't feel like I've ever gotten such a sense of the chaos that the police would be working through mm-hmm. to try to get to the people that are causing the chaos. Yeah. Right. Like, trying <laughs> to get these people like this huge oh my crowd of people. God. Just, everyone lay down. But oh everyone's just my, fucking then like run. getting to the supermarket and like watching him try to navigate. Like there are people running in front of his gun. Like yeah. he's got yeah. a shot. He can't take it. I just, there's so much that I thought was done really beautifully in taking the audience for the ride of like what this experience would really be like. Yeah. Like when Tom Sizemore is running for his life, he's uh, got, you know, the gun, he's got a, or I guess at this, Oh no, this is before he gets injured, but exactly what you're talking about where he's like in the supermarket, like parking lot and he's just firing off rounds. Like crazy. it's, it's just, 
I felt uncomfortable, like disturbed, actually. But it's something we don't see in movies anymore, where there is a price that's being paid, like innocent civilians are getting shot by this yeah. motherfucker. No. And like, I feel that and I feel bad for them. Like, I feel bad for the fucking uh, wagon station wagon thing that uh, De Niro steals. Like he oh. backs up just like into traffic to let yep. them. That woman was just like getting groceries. There goes her car. <laughs> you know, like the, just those little things that add to the realness of all of these scenes is it, it's it hits. It and, totally hits. And you don't have like idiot police officers, which I really mm. I appreciated. Like, all the things that are supposed to happen happen. So like they've got the block shut down. They've got like there are police yes. everywhere. Like it's mm. not like the police are like running into each other and like doing dumb shit. Like no, they're they're doing their jobs well. They, like and you're watching these guys, these are guys just maniacs. Yes, and yeah. like with no care for right. Like they'll kill anyone. Um yeah, it's really well. You do have that one it, shitty ass SWAT guy that sits down in the in the just that one guy. He's the only guy. Blew it all. Blew it all. Also make I think they make a, a choice that isn't made in a lot of movies now. And and maybe because it was De Niro and who's De Niro has played in movies and stuff. I feel like in a modern time they they would try to make a character likable in this movie, whether it be like they would soften the edges on Pacino or, you know, like a lot of movies, it's like, oh, he's a robber, but he's a robber with a heart or so. And that's not this movie at all. And it's just, this is who it is. And unlike Mike, when I do great rant about, glass onion about like marvel and the marvel <laughs> marvelification of movies but like yeah people do die in this movie right like in a marvel movie you have whole cities and universes being destroyed but nobody actually yeah. dies in this yeah in this movie in this movie it's like oh no 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 this is a shootout in downtown la and it is like real you feel like you are there and it's unbelievable filmmaking. Yeah. And and even the scene at the end, which feels, again, also kind of like unbelievable where Val Kilmer ends up getting away. I would say, that, like, you notice how much your emotions have been played with and how you have connected to the characters because you're kind of rooting for Val Kilmer oh, yeah. in that moment, yeah. right? For sure. And, and like, I'm Neil, also right? with his wife. I'm also yeah. with Charmaine because I'm like... Well, She's in a lose-lose situation mm -hmm. here. Like, how do what? What do you pick? Right, you're picking right. your child mm. or your partner. At like, yeah. this is shit. Neither, none of this is good. And then she does the smooth little like the hand gesture. I'm like, so cool. So I character is fascinating. Oh, I don't know what is she in the book like the prequel part of the book at all, Mike? She is her whole her, her backstory that Michael Mann was talking about is like gave me a whole different vibe of that character than I had ever known what she like had to go through. And it makes that part of the movie so much more interesting. I think. Thanks Keenan. <laughs> <laughs> well, how many other things do I, have to, do I have to watch Brian to get this movie? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just oh kidding. yeah. Well, what does Michael Mann say in the, well, he says that she was working as a prostitute while yeah. he was in jail. So, to like so, support their family like that, like that, like take of knowing that about that character is just like an interesting little element that so she Kilmer, who we yeah. haven't even talked about yet. Yeah. We haven't even talked about hot ass Val Kilmer at yeah. the height of his fucking oh, so good. He was so good. <laughs> 
probably a nightmare to be around <laughs> from everything you hear, right? Uh, or when was Ghost in the in the whatever? What's that movie called? Oh no, the one Ghost where he was with darkness. Marlon Brando and Marlon that one Brando. Part of darkness. Had part, no, no, Doctor Island of Doctor Moreau. There it but is. He sat him down and was like, "You got to fucking chill out, or you're gonna have a career like Eric Roberts, where everyone's just." you don't Eric work Roberts. and everyone hates you <laughs> but uh and he can't talk anymore it's a tragic story val kilmer but yeah. so wait val kilmer was like horrible val kilmer was a huge dick and a huge asshole okay and and then i think marlon brando was like chill the fuck out or you're not gonna work anymore people you're just gonna uh, you're gonna go yeah, away chill the fuck like out mickey okay. rooney went away for or not mickey <laughs> Mickey Rourke. What's his name was in that movie too? The the original uh, Ron Perlman, right? Yes. And oh, he God. has the most amazing story. You have to listen to him. I think it was on. It might have been on Dax Shepard or WTF. He tells the story about talking to Brando, and it's hilarious. I don't want to spoil it, but go listen to it. Uh, so good. Val Kilmer rolls into Vegas, and he sees this uh, escort. And basically falls in love at first sight. And then she's, you know, under the thumb of a pimp. And then he has to spring her loose. So obviously the relationship is fraught. You could see it when he's like fucking throwing, throwing shit off the shit wall. And like, yeah. That's why we don't nuts. have nice things, Karen. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> he's so, so hot. So I know we're talking about Val Kilmer, but this is kind of like leading into one of the things that I was like, I couldn't quite square in my brain. Like I see, I see Ashley Judd's motivation to step out on Val Kilmer because mm. he's a gambling, you know, addict and mm -hmm. blowing all of their money or whatever. Yes. Now knowing that she is a, you know, like she had a previous life and like is maybe not the most stable person in the world that, yeah, th this guy Val Kilmer, she sees as a problem. She's vulnerable. Okay. But she I just to take care of her kid. Yeah. And that this, too. This fucking nerd, Hank Azaria, at least gives her <laughs> some sort like of a, stability. Yes. Something. The one I can't square, though, is like uh, Al Pacino's wife. Where, yeah. Like they're married. <laughs> She's and, fucked up. Yeah, like I, I just all of a sudden he comes home and what's the dude's name? Ralph. It's just like uh, sitting there on the couch. And like, I love that scene. That is an amazing uh, scene. Ralph, She's basically like, I had to, I had to. What did she say? Run. Like belittle myself. Run. I had, to, I had to like yeah, lower I had to degrade, my, said, I had to degrade, degrade myself to get you to notice. I had, with, she says his name. She says like, I gotta look He's up that character's right name. There. I belittle myself Sit with the rock. down. Oh my Disgusting. god. It's my, it might be my favorite. She clearly, scene. like, could have kicked him out, but didn't on purpose so <laughs> oh, that yeah. fucking Al Pacino would see this guy. Oh, that was a play. Yeah. For like, sure. But also, like, okay, like, maybe he's not the best partner in the world, but he is, like, he's just doing his job. Right. Like, he, he is. Well, I, yeah, but in her defense, we see her several times be like, at least. Tell me what's going on. Sure. You know what I mean? And he's like, you can't handle it, honey. It's too tough. But she's like, tell me anyway, please. Like you fucking come and go. And but just uh, her, to, to her response being, well, I'm going to go to just fuck this random dude and let you see him when you come home. I was like, whoa, that has you, quickly. you definitely get a sense of her being maybe in a maybe an excitement junkie, maybe not mm. very stable. 
Oh, uh, definitely not. In the way, yeah, so like I mean, sex scene at yeah. the beginning <laughs> with like teenage daughter just kind of walking about the house. And yeah. then the way she engages with her daughter over the barrettes mm. is like crazy. Red, red flag, red flag. Well, at crazy. first, yeah, red she, flag. you see her take pills and then she's like, the she's asking her about the barrettes and until the daughter lashes out and starts freaking out, she's in outer space. She doesn't care. Yep. So and then she overreacts how, and is like yes. petting, petting her head. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. it's gonna be, <laughs> It'll yeah. be okay. She, yeah. She's so. like, yeah, she only, she's just a selfish woman. Like she only cares about like how other people feel as, as, in the way that it makes her feel. Right. Yeah. Like it's I'm not, sure Vincent Hanna is all fun in the beginning yeah. until he's Dude, just, I'm, I, I just want to, I'm scrolling through this list and we're actually forgetting some, like some huge people are, that are in this movie. Well, yeah. not huge, but like Dennis Haysbert, as, yes, interesting character. That's like I, a whole. I I think it's interesting, interesting but like it's but rushed. Secondary, very. It's rushed, rushed and it should have just been cut. It, it, or like, yeah, that was a really and and it seems so happenstance. And he, can, can I say something about that though? Yeah. I found that to be the most interesting story, Brian. You just touched on it. It was as if his character was trying to tell a story about the fucking yes system. criminal justice yes. system, totally, and yes. how. He's stuck between a rock and a hard place where like he's on parole or whatever. And this is the only job they can fucking put him in. And he has to do it because his, his, his boss reports the parole officer. Like it, it totally and he has to give up his fucking like he's paying this dude like 25 percent of his take. Yep. That part of his sentence uh, of like all of that uh, just scenario was like, what? Yeah. So I, I was like. But but that is probably true. <laughs> like, I, oh, yeah. it absolutely yeah. is true. Yeah. And so, then so, and then the the payoff of that, which I think is fascinating, is like, and it's very purposeful, right? That all people know is like his name on that news thing, and yeah. everybody be like, "There's a fucking person gets out of prison, right?" Oh, yep, that's the type get to yeah. prison, you know. And mm. and there's no understanding of because how many people have done that, right? Up, oh, somebody cuts right out of prison, commits a crime, like it ties into that narrative. Yeah. So, so, which I is hear, interesting. I hear what you're saying though, Jim. Like, I guess in this movie, it probably didn't belong, but I found it very interesting. Oh no, I wish they would have given him more time. Like, I yeah. wish there would have been I more. Yeah, was that she, like, I wonder how much of that was cut and not, out of the movie. And, and then you wouldn't have had to be like, oh, this guy quit. Look, there's him. <laughs> like, that. Yeah. that's the part yeah, that makes no, it seem weird. That makes yeah. sense. Um, I like he too. And also, again, <laughs> is he not like the most handsome ex-con that oh, ever existed? Yeah. Like, of course, they all are. They, they, they <laughs> people look amazing in this And movie. they make his boss the ugliest human that ever. Like, what a little rat. He God, looked like someone that, that should have been in Sin City. Like, yes, <laughs> he does. Um, uh, the guy who, uh, Roger Van Zandt, the guy from, from, uh, William uh, Fitcher. Fitcher from, uh, yep. Armageddon. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, who Great else? Death scene yeah. by Dude, him, fucking, by the way. Uh, so good. Buff Henry Rollins. Buffalo you talked about Henry Rollins. Buffalo yeah. Bill. Ted, Ted Levine. There Ted Levine. Who, wait, who was he? He was, um, he was, he was the, the cop. cop. He, he was, was the cop. The guy, That's right. Yep, the guy with the mustache. Um, a rare good guy role for him. He's Danny Trejo. Tone Loke. Yep. We talk yeah, about Tone Loke. God damn it. I love Tone, that scene. Tone Loke and, and Henry Rollins, random musicians in, in these Henry roles. Rollins, yeah. <laughs> so funny. It's like, and then Jeremy Piven is in that weird doctor yep. <laughs> situation. He's a vet, I think, right? Yeah, probably, he's a, right? He's a gift from my 
This is, is this not like, I, I feel like you get the mid to late nineties, you get stuff like this. I was thinking of when I was watching this, like true romance, like Tony Scott could get these well, amazing this is different though, and Michael I think Mann could get these amazing. They were probably casts. just like, listen, we got De Niro and Pacino as the leads. Do you want to be a janitor? And everyone was like, yes. Uh, agreed. But <laughs> yeah. can I, can I just go as like a, like a counterpoint to what we did with like, let's say glass onion yeah. where it's like, Oh, we're going to have cameos for the sake of like cameos or something. I, there's just something away about the way he like integrates it. And some of these movies from the mid to like late nineties uh, and even early two thousand, something like oceans 11, which is not as good as this movie, but like they use all these famous people and they're used in really interesting ways. And not just cause they're famous people right. or people we know who are in it. It's like, yeah. no, no, this like works, this character works. I don't, and I can't figure out if it's the, the director or the more, casting yeah. Or, yeah. or what it is, but we don't have that now. Now it's like, we're going to have all these people in this movie together and it's going to be amazing. It's and everybody's going to viral moment and, and everybody's going to get their moment to shine. And it's like, that's not what this is about. Like Jeremy Piven's not getting like a movie to shine he's just like well, he was nobody at this point so I know, that's not like, really what bald. we're talking about <laughs> yeah but he is this still is I mean, pcu is a fucking recovery. national treasure but oh i love pcu <laughs> great movie let's yeah. talk about some things that don't make sense i don't think Perfect. i don't think uh <laughs> i don't think you're as okay Real quick, something this movie doesn't have that I think is good because it's, uh, I think it would make the movie annoying is the character that the, the, like this, the guy that Vincent Hanna has to answer to that's always on his back. Like, uh, yeah, like the annoying uh, bureaucrat desk guy. Chief, I'm on it. Like, but, yeah, yeah, I'm finding him. Someone's got to yell at this guy because, I mean, he's always like just in a chopper that's just like buzzing. <laughs> the amount of money they spend. This, <laughs> this man is spending millions of dollars. I don't think you're allowed to fly a chopper that <laughs> oh my God, Vincent, where are you? I'm in the chopper. Why? Why? Like the number of guys that are on overtime right now on this stakeout. What? It's the whole season five of The Wire was about overtime pay. I mean, we, we have rented vehicles. <laughs> the amount of insurance that had to be paid out for the guns that were fired in downtown LA alone. It's yeah. And like, Mike, Mike, you make a great point. Like at this point, to the as the viewer they've knocked over an armored car to steal some like insurance <laughs> bonds whatever. yeah and that's it so like why is he so obsessed why is this chopper flying dangerously <laughs> close to skyscraper <laughs> for no reason and other choppers yes, there's one yeah. point where they're just talking to each other and he's like one car put me down i'm gonna take my car and catch up with us <laughs> it somehow is on the offer yeah. so the whole the now. whole setup for the diner scene makes zero sense yeah, like just, no one in the no one would ever fucking do that not even this character in a fight right he got in a fight that he went out, he stormed out. Oh, right. And he's driving like a maniac. A chopper. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Got my chopper on call. Doesn't it cut from him? Yeah, you you might be right. Does it cut from him throwing the TV out of the car to no. being in the chopper? No. Mm, no that was scene. later. Different. Okay, this okay. was this Different was, fight. This was the pre Lots of fights. This was the fight <laughs> okay, where okay. she was like doing her makeup and shit. And he's like, where are we going? And oh, she's right, like, right. We? She looked hot as hell. She um, did. And also, like, okay, is a is a bank robbery worth spraying civilians with bullets? Yeah, you know, it's just fucking money. <laughs> like, 
these aren't fucking war criminals for Christ's sake. Yeah. Well, you can, you just tell them. Yeah. And at the well, end and of the he day, does say, he says, watch the background, which to me yeah. was like, be aware that there are just random human beings all over the yeah. place. Please no, he also says take good shots. Take good shots. Watch the background. Yeah. He's not exactly setting him up for like a peaceful resolution. He's like, yeah. take good shots. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're not gonna get any of the civilians out of here per se, but you know, try not to shoot them. I, but they <laughs> they the start shooting first. For sure. But I mean Val Kilmer when, shoots first. When he sees a right, and they just shot. return fire. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, in this case, zero arrests made. One <laughs> suspect escapes <laughs> everyone else is dead a bunch of cops are dead people oh, are man. dead is vincent hannah a bad cop yes Maybe. <laughs> everyone around him is dead yeah. <laughs> and another failed marriage it just yes. it all ends in failure yes. it's well, all a failure that. We don't know that. Oh, I think but we're led to believe that. Yeah. Mike knows it because he's ready both, too. I think they both say Spoiler, Mike. God damn it. Oh, man. And, and the moment, like, the, oh, the story that is told with no words of uh, De Niro walking towards the car. Oh, that's... Mm. Oh, I did want to circle back. perspectives there. Mm. Because Jesus. Because I think, Mike... So good. Mike, you... I think it was either you or Timmy said you are rooting for Neil in the same way you're rooting for Chris. And I think that's the moment where it sort of changes, right? Like when you're, when he decides to go get Wayne Grow in the, in the hotel, you're like, you this, this is a bad choice. No, not yet. No, I, I was, I would say like, this like, is a bad idea. The lady, this is a bad idea, but I think I was still rooting. I think I was still rooting for him until until you see her in the car and they do such a good job of like showing her reaction to like what she's seeing happening like all these yeah. people running out of it the, and their hands are shaking and yeah. she seems to kind of know and now she's like holy shit what have i done like mm -hmm. i degraded myself <laughs> yeah. to go with this guy thinking that he was going to be different and this is what's happening. I don't even know uh, what it is, but it can't be good. No, there's police. There's there's fire engines. And on top will... of it, I didn't remember if she just like drove away, or if he or how that part played out. I totally forgot. And so when he comes out of the hotel and she's like looking at him, and he just like walks away, it he's is got the fucking first heartbreaking. Smile, really. Like he's got a, he starts to grin when he's walking up to the car because he thinks I did it. Yeah, I'm out. And, and you're, it's like, no, your pride, your pride yeah. took you down, motherfucker. Yeah, God it's crazy. It. Well, it's, it's really good. And he, so and he, good. you know, foreshadowed it because he was talking to Chris about like nothing you can't he, walk away from. Exactly, yeah. especially when the heat's around the corner and quite literally the heat is staring at him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I, I feel his vengeance because it's like this guy Wayne. i wanted that dude dead yeah oh, who didn't i mean he had a fucking swastika tattooed on him yeah like well here he was a serial killer this right is, yeah. Like, yeah. This yeah. yeah that went a little maybe a touch too far with, yeah. with that character like we didn't we need all of it right we already yeah. hated him why yeah. is he yeah. just killing prostitutes so that, that's the, another part that doesn't make sense for me like neil makes it a priority to fuck with van zandt but he doesn't make it a priority to First off, he would have never fucking let Wayne grow scooter. He, I, didn't he have his foot on his throat? Like, what was he doing? Yeah. When he's on the ground, up. well, how does he let Wayne grow escape? Well, that's a yeah, that's and a then, weird. And then not weird. care. 
Like, to me, as soon as that guy's escaped, priority one is tracking him down, right? And then are we to believe don't that do Vincent has set Wayne Grow up in the hotel as a as a decoy, right? As like, no, no, no. Decoy, they but... just find out that he's there and they tell everybody. Oh, I thought they I thought they were using him at that point. No, no, they, okay. he didn't no. know that the cops were across the hall because <laughs> okay. Van Zant had put him yeah. at the okay. hotel. And then right. the last thing that I I couldn't quite square was Natalie Portman, like. I understood in, in the scene you already described of very, in the very beginning after, you know, bone zone with Pacino and woman or Justine. I don't even know Justine, I, I, what a weird name Justine, to have yeah. to. And I don't re recognize that actress from anything, but anyway, I think this I is her most lot. notable role. Look yeah. into it. Carry on. I'm looking but anyway. So, so then she like, she has the scene with Natalie Portman with the blue barrettes or whatever. And I, I kind of viewed that as like, Natalie wasn't well. But mm -hmm. you guys have now made oh, me no, realize both. It, it was I think you're both. supposed to believe both. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. But then like she Natalie Portman just pops in like one more time. Remember when uh, Pacino picks her up yeah. off like the curb? Mm -hmm. But other than that, like you're not really Is, led to believe that she's on the verge of suicide. suicide. No, very fair. Is that um, just a, is that just to does, give his character? But he does say like warmth? she's completely Fucked. No, I yeah, think but when he you... says that, it feels really out of out of oh, left field. I don't know. When he I goes, she's it's... got a daughter that's so fucked up because of her. He says that, and I'm like, crazy, <laughs> buddy. Like, she seemed pretty fucking cool with you. She's like what, yeah. 14 or 15? Yeah. Like, give her uh, a break. <laughs> and it's and and also earlier when she's when uh, he's talking to his wife in the house. That's totally open concept yes, so beyond like, movies. yeah does her dad have any idea how fucked up she is in the head? <laughs> yes. or something like that it's like geez. <laughs> yeah, like, it's I, the I, 90s baby don't yeah. you just let it roll i guess it was just an excuse to get him to be with her again for their like final scene together well, well the other thing i didn't understand is they're married but they're keeping separate residences Oh, I didn't no. think he had a separate. He goes to a hotel when. Yeah. Then how is she in That's his? Weird. That, it didn't make sense. She finds him. Yeah. That. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. How would she get to his hotel? hotel with him? Yeah. That was. That was right. You just I feel like let that slide. Well, yeah. you know what? In this baby? movie. I feel like it, this is like one of those things where there was probably a seven hour cut of this movie. Yeah, there is. right. You know, like there's and you're like, but I would take all seven hours. It's like the the mythical once upon a time in Hollywood that's supposed to be like six hours long. Yeah. that He keeps saying he'll release uh, every time I see Al Pacino, by the way, I think of Keenan's take on Al Pacino from uh, once upon a time in Hollywood and his rant about hating it. So it's hard for me to watch Pacino now because. Yeah. because of that uh one oh, favorite yeah. and i definitely we get, talked him down <laughs> oh you did you did can we get one favorite favorite thing about heat what was everybody's takeaway if you had to pick one thing you wanted to walk away from <sighs> there's a lot of this things for, dude, for me okay it's it's a tie between two things number one is the diner slide over mm. and it's when pacino's on the phone with the guy who's in the sling right and he's like, how you feeling? And then he tells him, and then he's just like. <laughs> yes, I thought the same thing. The cut he's, there was so strange. It was like, he's, he's going to say something. Ask. Nope. How you doing? <laughs> he goes, Absolutely a little it. banged up, but I'll live. Click. 
<laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Didn't care. I wish you. I wish you had uh, died and not the other guy. That's oh my yeah. god, that's yeah. so funny. That's so sad. Um, can I just ask one plot thing real quick? Yeah. If, if you could explain it to me. Okay, so you know we got the uh, the hand motion from from Val Kilmer's wife, and she, her uh, paramour is working with the police, right? But how, what was that apartment that, that Chris pulled up to and got out of the car all fucked mm. up on drugs, like looking insane? Like, <laughs> what was that place? Well, yeah, why was how she supposed to be to there? there? Hmm. Is that did, a safe house? They, well, they said that she I was going to make a call, out. right? Like that. Like I was she assuming had gone she, somewhere because they were after him at their saw house the news and knew what was going on. I, and, I got yeah. the feeling that she called him to come. Mm -hmm. Yes. Same. Okay. 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 At okay. least that it was off screen because that was that was like the like she's you're gonna make the call like, yeah or something they said that's that's what I assume but yeah I agree so yeah, it was it was like a nowhere place I guess I don't know and one more thing when uh, you you know when they 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 trick the cops and then De Niro's on that tower taking pictures oh, of him yeah. he wasn't like. They didn't look up and see a guy with a camera like right he, there. He didn't but, seem that far. <laughs> An enormous lens camera literally yeah, like he, right above them. That could have the movie could have been over weird? right there. No, I, I think know. they tried to make it seem like there were like a million places he could be. Right. So maybe I don't like know. He was just like if they just like yeah. looked up a little bit, like, oh, there's a guy with a camera. Let's go try to catch him, I guess. Final great scene. <clears throat> and then let's wrap King of the Hill, bottom of the barrel. Mm -hmm. Uh, the end, the sh the the, no, the final I'm showdown. I'm getting migrate scene. The showdown between. Yeah. All right, I'll also say migrate scene. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, everybody <laughs> is getting in it, and I have one more question. Oh come on! So please, let's, let's not jump to the, the end. The movie was three hours. We don't need well, to be we three spent hours. Over an hour and a half on cocktail. So <laughs> yeah, uh, the when they're when they're uh, staking out the bank initially. And that's when Jim, you had mentioned the the dumbass cop who like bangs his gun against the wall of the van they're in. Mm -hmm. But that just them all quietly watching the thermal. Yes. And watch watching this was mine too. De Niro back into the darkness just to kind of be lookout. And then all of a sudden his head just turns at that. Like I just the the sequence and editing of the back and forth between them all looking at the screen and De Niro just looking straight at them, but it's the thermal shot. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. And then the discipline to be like, we're out of here. And I yeah. think, I don't know what they're stealing in that moment. It was like some kind of storage unit. Yeah, wasn't it like medals or yeah, something? Was, that was, was why he had the book with her and he was reading the precious metals book okay. and stuff. Yeah, that's that was mine as well, Timmy. And that's oh, my favorite sorry. part. No, it's great. <laughs> I love the opening when... I mean, so at this point, you probably know what the movie's about going into it. But if you don't, it starts with like the the train and then De Niro getting off the train and he's walking through the hospital and he steals the ambulance. But you don't even know that he's stealing an ambulance. And then it cuts to Kilmer buying the explosives in Arizona. And you never really know what's going on. Tom Sizemore picks up Wayne Grow in the truck. And it's not until you cut to <laughs> Don't them. Don't talk anymore. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. Putting, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. But then it's like they're pulling down the hockey masks mm. and then you know this is going to happen. Like that is, that's what makes like cinema 
an awesome medium. Like you can see all these visuals with minimal dialogue and it's beautifully shot and it tells a story. That is another thing that doesn't make sense though. Like Wayne girl on this. In this like crew why is he there? Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Like yeah. th- there is no way that Neil the day of, yeah, ne- yeah, there's no way Neil would let a guy like that on the crew. Right. No. Yeah. Unless something crazy happened. Okay. One more time. The last scene real quick. Oh yes. Six minutes. They don't talk. Yeah. The fucking music cuts out. Once he starts chasing them, it's just silent. Just the, the sound of the world they're in. Fucked up. Man. Another amazing uh, airport chase sequence. Bullet with Steve McQueen. Oh, of course. If you don't. Uh, one word answer, and then we'll go to King of Hillbottom. Better performance, Pacino or De Niro? You can only mm. pick one and you can only say the name. De Niro. No explanation. Jim? De Niro. Tim? I'd probably lean De Niro. I'm going to go. Okay. Go ahead. Go Pacino. Ahead. I'm going to say Pacino. Mike? I'm going. Fuck Pacino. Pacino. Oh. He's got a great ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that line. Uh, all right, and your head's bottom. way up. <laughs> King the Hill, bottom of the barrel. Is this movie better than Glass Onion, Mike? You're asking me? <laughs> yes. Please, please listen to Mike's uh, take on Glass Onion on <laughs> Pop Adult. Yes. One of my all time favorite takes. Uh, a million times. Yes. yes. Tim, because we've all seen this movie. So I feel like we can all answer. We've watched both of them in the last few weeks. Tim. And I, I was a big fan of Glass Onion, but I'd still probably put heat above Glass Onion. Thank God. <laughs> Mike might never speak to you again. Mike will never call you again if you do that. Uh, Katie. Yes, this is better. Jim. Better. And it is better. Uh, All right. So that is uh, our new King of the Hill. Glass Onion's not a very good bottom of the barrel, though, unless you're. No, well, we only have two movies. Yeah, Yeah, one of two. Uh, One of two. Uh, All right. It is time for a double feature. What film would you pair with Heat? And you need a lot of time to watch these films back to back because Heat is a rather. You go first, Brian, because you took I think you took mine. One of my uh, so I'm going to go, I'm going to, I think I'm going to leave the one that you would probably pick Chip. I am going to go with another film with almost no likable characters set in the city of angels. Mr. Jack Nicholson in Chinatown. Ah. Mr. Roman Polanski. Great uh, guy. Chinatown. Yeah. One, wonderful. Yeah, just wonderful, like Ashley wonderful. Judd and Weinstein. <laughs> yes, amazing. It makes me think of the uh, Colin Jost joke uh, that he did on SNL that Michael Che wrote for him. Woody Allen did nothing wrong. That's uh, Roman Polanski <laughs> is the same. Uh, who would like to go next with their uh, double feature? I can go because I kind of want to get mine out in case you guys steal it. Right. <laughs> I think you already know it. It's the Dark Knight. Like, Ah, they, they talked about heat on unspooled when they talked about the dark night, but then that bank bank heist was so fucking ins- or was the inspiration mm-hmm. for the bank heist in the dark night. Like I, I, like I couldn't believe my eyes in watching heat this go around as to how much Christopher Nolan, I don't want to use the word ripped off, but was inspired homage, by yes, heat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And and the the dual like 
this guy and this guy are kind of the same mm-hmm. situation going on. The fact that De Niro didn't, uh, yeah, sorry, De Niro gets up and is talking about, we don't give a, f- or, yeah, like, sorry, what does he say? It's, it's about like how you shouldn't care about your money. Your money is insured, you know? Yes. Right, yes. right. And the Joker yeah. does the same thing. He's like, I don't give a fuck about this money. I just want to fuck these other motherfuckers over. <laughs> Love yeah. it. Oh, and Van Zant's in that movie too. He yeah. is. He is very true. Literally, like the bank manager. <laughs> I'm sure on purpose. Uh, Katie, mm-hmm. my other favorite heist movie, Baby Driver. Oh, oh yeah, definitely Driver. right. Excellent. Uh, Jim, uh, let Mike go first. Shit, I was hoping you'd take one of the. T- okay, uh- I'm gonna go with Michael Mann. Ah, fuck. I think it. you got to go with Thief with James Caan. Mm, Simply because there is a, another great diner scene in that movie where there's a tense conversation between him and a young woman. And then there's a moment in the scene where she takes off her jacket, then he takes off his jacket. And it's like the same as the slide over. It rocks. Did you Michael and Cammy meet in a diner? <laughs> yes. <No. laughs> we met in this do, basement. <laughs> do you wish? Uh, Thief, Michael Mann's first movie, and a brilliant edition uh, Criterion collection. I, uh, Brian, I'm going to throw you a curveball. I was going to say Hell or High Water. Oh, it's been like my mean. favorite like crime I drama. Know, that's, I typed it in and I didn't ever. take it before. Um, but I think I'm going to go with Training Day. And I think because of like the pairing of like the two actors and this like head game going on between them. So good. That's a great choice. And it's LA. Yeah, Yeah, it is. I was also going to go with Collateral. It's a great Michael Michael Mann. The use of LA is, we won't even go into, but his use of LA is, is amazing in this movie. It's so good. He loves it. It's so good. Uh, all right, time for five you questions. Want you want answers? Shit, I forget that. I want the truth. What makes a man, Mr. Lebowski? What the fuck is the internet? <laughs> Why? All right, five questions time. Um, Amy Brenneman, so much curly hair. So much curly hair in this movie coming off uh, an amazing role in the first season of NYPD blue, which I will argue is one of the best seasons, top 10 season of television and season one crazy ass David Caruso. Uh, but she was at another television show, got a lot of viewers with one miss time daily, uh, Tim and Mike, were you fans of a little CBS family drama known as judging Amy? Thumbs up or thumbs down. I got to tell you, this is the first time I thought about it since the commercials. <laughs> totally. Now I can totally picture her as the judge, but I'm going to have to go with a uh, never saw. So I can't fairly judge. <laughs> oh, no judging. Tim, I'll not judge the judge. <laughs> I was actually just having a conversation with a friend. Hell, like we, we still have cable, but. I don't remember the last show I've watched on CBS, NBC, ABC. Oh my God. Like it might have been like Agents of Shield on ABC, but I don't know what the show is at all. Dude, I, I, like I purposely didn't even look at it. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. So. Uh, Watching playoff football 
on CBS. You would see commercials I for see it. the commercials oh. for the shows that they are fucking running. It's and like it a makes Saturday me Night Live my life. Like, yeah. I, they I look like bad Saturday. It looks, <laughs> we should off, make shows for CBS. They, we they, can do this. And I think I, I told Katie, I think I figured out the deal. They all look like shit. Yeah. Right? They all look terribly it's all daytime. It's all daytime. And I think that's the deal is There's that they get these bigger in actors the daytime. and they're like, you only have to work, you know, eight to five. It'll go for a and thousand And that's, that's how they do yeah. it. Yeah. Just get the residuals. Yeah. Uh, There's one yeah, oh God. available on Tubi now. I'm Isn't that the free? It's switching over from whatever sporting event <laughs> to like anything else to avoid those commercials. Mm. But I will admit that... Um, there's a oh fire one coming out that looks so yes. fucking bad. It, it, it's oh, called like yeah. 911 or something. Um, There's lots of 911 shows, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's the really attractive guy who was in uh, Parks and Rec. Mm -hmm. Oh, Bra it's uh, Rob, Rob Lowe. Lowe. You're thinking Lowe. Of it is. Oh, so yeah. I just saw that commercial and they like have a guy in a porta potty like hurling and there's like a camera inside the porta potty is getting like drenched in the blue liquid. Listen, like, why is this an episode? Yeah. We were coming Grey's up with taglines for the Anatomy CBS shows. So it's TV like somehow. CBS for people who don't like to think very much. Yeah. <laughs> like CBS, CBS, lower your expectations. CBS. <laughs> so we had a show with Mark Harmon that only people only watch for Mark Harmon and he hasn't been on it for three years cbs so for people with early going. bedtimes <laughs> yeah. uh yes, we're we never we got to be very careful years ago we when we first started the show we made fun of cbs programming and people got mad um, um, sorry, oh, yeah. those so, people are gone and sorry, so yes. we only have each other yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> all right would you rather question val kilmer i mean peak val kilmer as mike pointed out in this film mm. i'm going to throw back to a little early val kilmer would you rather watch Val Kilmer in Top Secret or Real Genius? Mike. Top Secret. Ooh. Very funny. The easiest question on the list for me. Real Genius by a oh, mile. And I wow. love Top Secret. I just fucking love Real Genius so much. <laughs> for some reason, that was just like one of those movies that I would see on Cinemax and HBO when I was a like uh, middle school, high school all the time. I always love the professor is the a-hole from Ghostbusters as well. William Atherton. Yes, William Atherton. Back he has in the no day, deck. HBO was just a <laughs> channel you had that played movies. Like you That's couldn't it. choose what was on it. Yeah. It was just, you'd watch the same fucking thing 30 times just because yep. you had a just free keep playing it. of HBO. Yeah, because they have I'm five movies for up. that month. That's where <laughs> yeah, I found right. chances are <laughs> Jesus Christ! Change your life. Watched Give me Val Kilmer in uh, yeah. me up. I'll change your kiss, life. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is Gay Perry. Oh, so good. He's so good in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he's, he he took he squeezed this in while filming Batman Forever. That's a great year for Val. Yeah. True, it's, it's a huge year for Val. Uh, all right, fill in the blank question. If you could steal one thing in the world and never get caught for stealing it. What would you steal? Tim. I'd say a gigantic Mike, amount of money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's very good. Go answer. Like this ten was... billion dollars. You go to Fort Knox and just being like, I'm finally seeing what's in there. No, I don't know what to do with gold bars. I don't know how to move that. Just give me cash. It needs to be liquid. Franklin Mint, man. Franklin Mint. Franklin Mint. Yeah, commemorative plates yeah, and shit. <laughs> 
some presidential coins. Some so coins you can't spend anywhere. You get They're the little, just... you get the little wood stand with them too. Yeah, that wood I'll stand is a, very uh, pricey. A, a a blue cardboard folder thing that has coins poked yeah. into it that my grandkids will find like after I'm long dead and be like, can I sell this? <laughs> and they'll look it up and be like, no. <laughs> he paid $100 for it. It's worth 30 cents. He's throwing it right in the trash. Yeah. See you later. This was the most difficult question. And I, I wanted to avoid just saying money, but that that is the answer. Yeah, that's yeah. the correct answer. That's the right answer. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to like, I'm going to steal the Constitution. Like what? Yeah. Anything yeah. famous you steal. It's like you can't show people like, uh, what right. is it? We just, yeah, say, like a, we just want the money. Yeah. A famous yeah. art painting yeah. or yeah, yeah like, no. I, I couldn't think we of We saw anything. what happened with the Mona Lisa and Glass yeah, yeah. We're not going to fall mm. for that. I'll just like that part. use my billions of dollars to buy a nice go. print of That's it right. and put it in my finished and basement you, that also has a pool. Okay. Hey, <laughs> there you go. Hey, listen, that's fine. Still I like that basement. Money. I like that basement. Nobody supposed that. Uh, all right. Favorite question. Uh, who's your favorite Judd? <laughs> Ashley, Winona, or RIP mm. Naomi? Judd's the only one I kind of know. Is that bad? <laughs> Ashley? Ashley? Naomi was hot. Yeah, sorry. A we Ashley Judd. Judd. Yeah, she sorry. was the original MILF for me. I, I thought she was sexy. I don't remember her. Oh, she's the best looking As, of all of them. Which one, where was she from? Mom. She was, she was a country music singer. She was a, a, a musician. Yeah. Musical they all artist. Were except. A Ashley, right? Was yeah. yeah. Though Ashley could sing, she she yeah. has sung. I don't know, blonde Ashley Judd in this and Time to Kill. Don't love the blonde hair on Ashley Judd. Mm. I does it. It uh, works for me, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the Ashley Judd I knew as a young lad. Yes, the one you uh, wanted. Uh, and Double sweet. Jeopardy, and then she seemingly. Did something bad happen to her that she just went away? Or yeah, Harvey just... Weinstein happened. Yeah. To her. Oh, that's he like yeah. blackballed her career. Yeah. Yeah, because sucks. Yeah, because he's a human fucking uh, piece of shit. He's gonna die in prison. And everyone around him that, that was like, yeah, that's okay that he wants us to yeah. do this. Her yeah. and Mina Sorvino, who goes from winning an Oscar to not being able to get it. You know, her next role after winning an Oscar is being in a Tom Clancy Op Center TV movie, yeah. and nobody wondered why that happened. We hope what we hope doesn't happen is Harvey Weinstein goes to jail and someone else does the same shit. We hope that this makes this activity stop. Right, folks? We can only go. But fuck him. Ashley Judd, as a young man, I was very much into. But we need we need Greta Gerwig to put <laughs> Ashley and Mira oh, yes. in her next movie. She was Yo. in which she was awesome in Ashley Judd, by the way. She was in the Twin Peaks miniseries. Mm. She was really good. Fabulous addition to the Twin Peaks universe. And, you know, all these, I don't know, like, you know, Tarantino made a lot of money and a lot of great movies with Miramax. You know what I mean? Maybe he could check these bl black listed actresses and you know Roman is last movie right I don't know I don't know it's nasty shit uh, deep thoughts question everybody okay. this came to my mind I'm watching it I'm like which which crew are you going to be in Neil McCall he, he's amazing mm -hmm. but I always when I think of a crew I always bank robbing crew think of one Mr. Patrick Swayze leading I mean, the dead president's 
in Point Break. So are you joining Macaulay's crew or are you joining the dead presidents? I mean, it's hard not to get as close to fucking Swayze's shoulders as you can in that movie. Good Lord. He is so fucking hot. But also, man, I, it seems like a lot of uh, extracurricular partying and shit. And it seems like the type of crew, like if you're fall asleep early to like fucking steal your shoes or something, you know what I mean? It's like, they're too wild for me at this age. You just need just, a business. I want a crew that's going to go to a nice restaurant. We're all going to have a dessert course. Yes. yes. Bad yes. dinner. You know what I mean? Go out with the family. Price fixed Get menu. Get some jewelry. Man, that's that's the life I want. I don't need to be fucking with playing touch football with these animals. You know what I mean? These fucking roid rage and psychos jumping out of planes. Not me, daddy. Maybe I would if I could kiss Patrick Swayze on the lips one time. <laughs> That's not promised. I'm out. Both groups, you're you're guaranteed death. Yes, that's, yeah. that's, that's you, a guarantee. You are gonna die. Yeah. You are gonna so, die. I mean, in, any group, you're guaranteed death. I guess. Right? True. <laughs> but in Heat, like, yes, I can see myself now being part of that gang because of all the things Mike just said. But in Patrick, uh, the Dead Presidents, I'm definitely in my mid twenties. So. Mm. I want to mm. fucking party with them. I want to yeah. fucking go surfing. Yeah. I don't care if they steal my shoes when I pass out early. <laughs> like, let's go. Let's hang out yeah. with the red hot chili. Peppers. They, yeah, I was going to say you're basically in the red hot chili peppers yeah. if you're if you're in that president's three three of the. Or, you, you know, could have had a crossover. They could have been the people from the Lost Boys. You know, you get the vampire mm -hmm. bank mm -hmm. robbers. You got you it. Know. You get the oceans crew involved. Yeah, a lot of a heist movie universe going on. Yeah, that, that, don't say that, Jim. Marvel will immediately <laughs> yeah. make a heist <laughs> universe that we will go to. Uh, this, as always, is a highlight when we get the both of you here. Fucking a. Uh, do your plugging hey, you of all your shows. Show. Plug um, all your shows now. Plug. Mike Antonelli. I thought you would never ask. No. I have my interview ready. You avoided <laughs> the last two times we've been on here. You've rudely avoided us. I which know. Is fine. It you has been purposeful. About <laughs> vampires, French kissing each other, which yep. is whatever. I listened. Uh, okay. So I have a podcast network, the Doom Thugs. You can follow Doom Thugs on all social media. You'll find our shows, our monthly show. Uh, is a lot of fun. That's like the main show. And then I do other shows. Like I do a show with Tim called Mike calls Timmy. It's a big hit. Everyone loves it. And then I also do other shows where I interview people. I've interviewed Jim. I've interviewed Brian. And as you just heard here, future interview with Katie. And also I have to do double interviews with everyone. Cause now I'm having a kid and before oh, more questions. Him, yes. Mm -hmm. I was still having a kid when I interviewed him, but it was still a big secret. Nobody that. could know but us. <laughs> yes. Some All right. Well, I'm going to set, I'm going to set some expectations. Then our first interview, we cannot talk about parenthood Ooh. As, okay. as, as a mom. Ooh. That's like a slippery okay. slope. And then that's all we talk about. All so right. love that. <laughs> kids are enough. off the table Good, for the first choice. interview. Great Fair. choice. Fair. Love it. It's also, Kansas. Brian has oh, thoroughly also. covered being a teacher, so that's also off the table. <laughs> Damn. Yep. So, Katie's got prepare a lot more your questions well. 
All right. Uh, look up Schoolcohaven. <laughs> look up Schoolcohaven. Uh, spell ask a it lot first. Of, Good luck. Answer a lot. Ask a lot of high school questions. Just say high school and let her go. <laughs> this is exciting. <laughs> Guys, this was great. Tim. 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 Plug. 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 My podcast, Pop Addled. My, uh, my best friend, Keenan that I know from high school, we talk about pop culture stuff. I think we're going to be switching to maybe a bi-weekly schedule soon because mm. Keenan's also expecting a child. And mm. I've just noticed that it's tough to schedule anything now. The baby boom. <laughs> yes, yes, it, it is. Weekly for yes. so long. I know, but it's fine. Like, it's totally fine. I'm actually currently uh, going through training for a new job, so I really haven't been paying attention to what we're doing on the podcast either. It's a bit yeah. of mutual ignoring of the podcast. Yeah. But our most recent episode, um, <clears throat> we had Mike and Harrison on for Glass Onion. Uh, we're going to be doing, we've been running through Tony oh, Scott yeah. movies. Yes. And, oh, I love the Tony Scott movies. Our next movie we're going to be doing is The Last Boy Scout. So that'll probably mm -hmm. be our next episode. Um, and then we, we, we've been playing some t tabletop RPG games that are super dorky and Keenan's been recording them and gradually releasing them. Uh, and obviously we, we cover, you know, the Marvel movies and DC yeah. movies ad nauseum. Mike, are you invited to these game nights? Cause <laughs> I'm, I'm, cause I'm Never not. once. I invited so. you. Don't bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, we can, we'll have to, we're going to have to mine the cinematic universe to figure our next film together. Everyone. This is basically my pick. So I'm out. Let someone else pick it. Too much pressure. <laughs> too much. <laughs> Thank you for pick. joining us. It was a fabulous selection. We love it. And we love all the content you guys put out because we like just make an episode whenever we want to now, which I kind of enjoy. Yeah. Just we're not even bi-weekly anymore. I'm not really sure what we are. We'll figure it You're out. You're great. That's we'll all figure that it matters. out. That's where we're here. Uh, we do have exciting thing. Uh, not exciting for the three of us, but exciting for Keenan. We're doing Flash Gordon on our 200th episode. Oh, yeah. So I'm not really excited about that. But what I'm really excited about is after the 200th episode, us doing the before trilogy with Ethan Hawke and Ooh. Richard Rinkletter and Julia Delphi. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah, I got to watch those. Watch and listen. You guys were talking about them last episode, right? That's right. So watch yeah, and listen. I gotta check them out. I gotta Here they come. Out. All right. We'll see everybody soon. Bye. Bye, commenters. Peace. Yeah.